This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the only official home of Swamp Boys Genetics. SeedsHereNow.com also offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including Aficionado Genetics, TH Seeds, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 659 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about watering our plants. Then I'll talk a little bit about a seeded plant. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout-outs to a few of the kind folks who support the show on Patreon. Let's start off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout-out to my friend, Girls Grow Too. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy, North North Terps. Let's follow that up with a big thank you shout out, of course, to Mrs. North North Terp Arena Terpington. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy, Big Sexy Dank. I want to send a big thank you shout out to Black Hippie and New Old Guy. Let's send a thank you shout out to G7 and Pack Northwest Dan. I want to send a big thank you shout out to my friend, ADHD Grower. Let's send a thank you shout out to Shakoba. I want to send a big thank you shout out to Rasta Green Thumb. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy, Kess Burton. I want to send a special thank you shout out to a longtime friend, Jesse Grows. Then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my friend and a great test grower. Let's send a thank you shout out to my buddy, Mobius Grows. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen, and of course, there is a link in the show notes and in the video description. Once again, I do want to invite you to join me on Discord. I do have a great Discord server. There are a lot of wonderful people hanging out on Discord right now while we're hanging out watching the podcast. They are probably watching the show and hanging out on Discord, talking about it, doing like a... uh, a grow companion, sort of a hangout, sort of a show, if you know what I'm talking about. So they are over there on Discord. I invite you to join us on Discord. There is a link in the show notes and the video description right next to that Patreon link. Join us on Discord. Big shout out to my whole crew over there on Discord. They said they don't need love and shout outs, but love you guys. Want to give you shout outs. So I won't list you individually. They know who they are. Big shout out to the gang holding it down over there on Discord. Uh, I've been hanging out there more, been making more time to be more active on the social media. I was overwhelmed with work stuff. You guys don't care about that, but I've been making an effort to be more active on the social media, and my Discord channel is a place I've really been making an effort to be more present. Uh, It's got my name on it. It's got my face on it. It's my crew. It's my army. I should be there, so I've been trying to be there, be more present, hang out with the crew, pop in, share some love, 
give some gifts away, do some some things. You never know what could happen over there on the Irie Genetics, Irie Army, Grow From Your Heart Discord channel. There is a link in the video and show notes, description, make it nice and easy for you to get there. Uh, it's a long, weird link for me to type. All right, let's move forward. What else do I want to say? Oh, also make sure you please do like and subscribe to this video. In the previous episode, I did ask that we get the show to 10,000 subscribers. Uh, we're almost to 8,000 at the time I'm recording this, uh, probably 7.7. I did not look uh, very recently, but we were pretty close to 7.7 thousand. So thank you for the big push. A lot of my friends did post to social media saying, hey, let's get Ross to Jeff to 10K. I do appreciate all of the support from the community, uh, all the love from my friends trying to get us up to 10,000. Big love, big respect. Thank you guys for that support. If you haven't already done it, please press that subscribe button, click like on the video, maybe type in some comments. Let us know what you think about the show if you're watching on YouTube. All right, let's do move forward. I did say that I had some grow lessons. We were going to talk a little bit about watering plants. Um, I've been working with a couple of other people. I may be teaching people how to water some plants. We don't need to go into too many details about that. But as I was teaching people to water these plants, <clears throat> basically what I did was I went to their grow and I just stood around and watched them do their thing. I kind of acted aloof a little bit. I looked like I was on my phone. I looked like I was distracted. That was an appearance that I gave on purpose. Uh, they got comfortable in their grow environment and they did their day in the grow and I just kind of watched and they didn't know I was watching in such detail, but I took a few notes on the phone, wrote down some ideas, thought of ways we can improve their grow. That's what I was there for. So one of the things I really noticed that these people were doing that they could improve upon, I noticed right away is they're watering the very center of their plants. It doesn't matter what size container you've got. If you've got one gallon, two gallon, three gallons, 50 gallons, it doesn't matter what size your container is. It is not ideal to water just the center part of that plant. Maybe when that plant is a baby, when it's new, <clears throat> when it's just getting established and doesn't have a big root system, it's okay to water that inner, inner uh, circle there. But once the plant grows, then we're gonna water, want to water the outer part of that plant. The roots are only going to grow where there is water. It's gonna look, they're gonna look for water, but if they don't find water, they're just gonna die and those ends are, that's where the roots end, is where the water doesn't go. So if we do water these plants at the outer edge a little bit more, the roots will grow out that way. We will get bigger, bigger roots. Bigger, healthier roots in some ways do translate to bigger, healthier fruits. That is kind of a good catchphrase. It's not 100% accurate because I can grow you big-ass plants in tiny pots in a hydro system, but if you do have big, fat, healthy roots, your plants will be more healthy. They can eat better. They could cycle better. Uh, you can get a longer wet and dry time. So if you want to go away for the weekend, you can water them down. You can leave. Anyway, you want a bigger root system. You want to water. Uh, instead of just watering right in the middle, because I was watching these people walk up to their pot, they'd get their watering container and just pour it right in the middle. And I was like, you maybe hit like 30% of the root zone of that plant. The water's going right down the middle of that pot. It's not spreading out. Maybe it is through gravity and the way that it flows, but it would have been more ideal to water the whole top part of that plant and let it soak all the way down. <clears throat> I do apologize for the raspy voice. I promise that didn't happen until I pressed record today and then I got the raspiness. We're going to fight right through that. So uh, water the outer part of the plant, not just the newer plant, as the plants are growing. If they're brand new, absolutely, you do just have to water that inner part. That's where the plant is. But if you've got the appropriate pot size for your plant and for its roots, uh, you should be watering most of that root zone, most of that soil zone. So don't just water the center, water the outside. If you think about it, the plants are shaped like an umbrella. So if you think about it, the rain would come down 
and the leaves would hit the uh, the rain would hit the top leaves and it would spread it out wider and then it would go down and spread it out wider and go down and spread it out wider that's how the leaves are shaped they kind of taper outward in a tier system just like we build a roof just the way we put the shingles on the roof the water has to flow a certain way the leaves are already doing that it's probably where we got the idea of how to lay the shingles so the plant the rain will hit the water the water will drip outward and then if you look at the ground where it rains there will be a big circle of water around your plant right under the plant didn't even get watered because unless water flowed into there but it was protected from the plant it didn't get hit underneath but all around it is all wet and all that root zone in that big circle is getting wet so if you think about it the plants do want water at that outer edge they're shaped like an umbrella so let's get water to that outer edge then here are some things that will happen your plant will branch out more. It won't think it's in a little tiny zone and it will branch out more. It'll get more branching. It'll get more activity. It will get more growth. Um, also, I noticed that these people had their plants in too small of a pot. Uh, those plants weren't going to grow very big and they weren't, uh, they probably were in the right size pot because they weren't watering enough uh, to get them to fill the pot. But I would recommend a larger pot than what they were using because their plants are going to get root bound, which is another thing that was causing their plants to get tall and lanky. Their plants were very tall and skinny. So if we water more space to water, more space for roots, those plants are going to grow wider. If you've got the root base tucked into a little tiny coffee can, they're going to get tall and skinny. If you put it into a bigger pot, they're going to get wider. They'll have more root space. They'll feel more comfortable getting larger. Um, also their plants were too close together, which wasn't too big of a deal because they were tall and lanky. Uh, they had a bunch of fishing pole plants going on. Um, they were too pressed together, too tall and lanky and in too small of a pot. Uh, they were starting to auto flower because they were so upset. They were too close together. Some of the lower stuff wasn't getting light. They didn't clean up any of the bottoms. That stuff was starting to auto flower. They were pressed so close together. The light wasn't getting down. Uh, into the canopy, but having those plants pressed so closely together and not cleaning up the bottoms of them was making them go into flower. And the roots haven't even filled these containers yet. So it's way early to flower these plants and it was way early for them to be so tall. So uh, these plants were going into flower. Uh, they were not ready to flower. They were not healthy. They were too tall. So the things we can start with is water that outer edge. Then another thing we can do is make sure to have our plants far enough apart to where they can grow and get some branching on them. Then another thing we should do is make sure to up pot at the right time uh, to prevent that early flowering because once they do get uh, root bound, they can go into flower early on you. All right, I've got a, lo a lot of notes in front of me. I'm going to make sure I covered them. I feel like I covered that section quite quickly. I hit all the bullet points I've got here. Let's move on to a grow question that came from my friend Brohan78 on Patreon. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. This one says, hey, Rasta Jeff, I was wondering something. I recently grew your golden goat fems. Uh, you're a very lucky person. Those golden goat feminine seeds are sold out, uh, have and will be sold out for a short time. They will be back, but right now you're a lucky person to have those. It says they came out beautifully, by the way. Uh, thank you. And that's a uh, good work to you. I made good seeds. You had to grow them. Took you nine, probably 12 weeks to get that whole project completed. Maybe more. Good job. You did all the hard work. So it says, I found one perfect looking seed in a bud. There were no males around at all. Would this seed even be viable? Thank you. All right. So uh, I've said this several times on several shows before. Uh, I'm not blaming you nothing for not hearing it, but this is my theory on how this works. Uh, plants are a lot like Jurassic Park. Nature finds a way. The number one goal for our plants, uh, we have a lot of ideas and a lot of goals for them. We want to grow them and 
pop and twist them and defoliate them. We want to smoke them and we want them to get us high and we want to turn it into concentrates or baked goods or whatever. This plant has one main goal in its own mind, and that is to reproduce to make seeds for the next season. That is your plant's whole goal. If it's a female plant, it wants to get seeded. If it's a male plant, it wants to do some pollinating. So that is the main goal of this plant. These plants will find a way to survive. So it is not uncommon for these plants to kind of just throw one or two random seeds. Some people will call it a stress seed. Some people will call it a herm seed. Uh, if you don't see any intersex flowers on that plant, then it's nothing to worry about. Uh, sometimes a plant will make a seed because it is striving to survive. Oftentimes this is because the plant went a little bit longer than it should have. But if you've got one fully developed, perfect looking seed, that seed happened early in the flowering process. Uh, and that, that bud just, that plant just knew I'm really good bud and we have to continue. So it made a seed. It is natural. Life does find a way. Uh, it's the Jurassic Park theory is what I call it. And I think I borrowed that from James Bean. So shout out to my buddy, James Bean, if that is where I learned the Jurassic Park theory. So what is happening here is basically uh, life will find a way. There are a few things that could cause this. It could have been stress. Uh, it could have been some intersex trait. It could have just been uh, life finding a way. There's another thing known as, I'm going to say it wrong because I didn't Google the word before, rotalization, rot I think it's rotalization. Anyway, what it is is, uh, growing the plant longer than it needed to flower, and then that will make the plant make seeds. Uh, it doesn't sound like you did that because you probably didn't know the seed was in there. You probably just harvested your normal buds and you're grinding up a bowl one day and heard tink tink in the grinder and went, oh, dude, I got a seed in here. Um, so we call that a gift. That is a gift. That is a freebie seed. The follow-up is uh, there were no males around at all. Yeah, uh, that's just the life will find a way, the will to survive. Then it says, would this seed even be viable Thanks for your help. Hey, my friend, Brohan78, thank you for the great question. This is a good springboard for some rambling here. This seed, if it looks perfect, uh, the only way to find out if it is viable is to grow it. Does it sprout? Let's see what happens. Then, veg it up. Take a clone of it because you may have the next champion plant. This could be something amazing. This could be better than the original golden goat. This could blow golden goat out of the water. Or... This could be complete trash. This could just be something with nanners on it. This could just be a totally freaky mutant plant that you want to throw away. But it could be amazing. This is how a lot of famous strains were created. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But get a clone of this plant. Flower it out. See what it does. Smoke it with your friends. Maybe you don't even need to smoke it with that. Maybe you're halfway through growing it, you're going to say, look, it's nothing but trichomes. It's just a trichome tree. Maybe that's what you've got. Maybe it's Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. And you'll know three weeks into flower that it's a winner or a loser. But grow it out, finish it up, see what it does. Um, what you technically have would be labeled bag seed. Don't call it golden goat. Just say it's golden goat bag seed. That means it came from a bag of golden goat and it is a seed that we don't know why that seed happened. We know it came from golden goat buds. So we know the female was golden goat, but we don't know why that seed happened. So we can't label it with a full on name. That's not an A grade seed because we don't know the full pedigree of that. So you've got a bag seed. It could be anything. It could be amazing. It could be trash. Let's talk about a few strains that I feel happened this way or in a similar manner. Uh, I feel uh, the original golden goat actually was an accident. It was not supposed to be bred. Uh, a guy had a male plant and he had a female plant and they actually, it wasn't me. I did not breed the original golden goat, by the way. Let me clear that up. That was made by Mr. Dank in Topeka, Kansas. But uh, Mr. Dank's male plant got away from him. It pollinated his female plant. 
Uh, he found some seeds in there when he was smoking it, or I don't know if he was smoking or what, but he found the seeds. That became the golden goat. That was an accident. Uh, so that was technically bag seed. That's the same scenario which you've got, accidental seed. It became golden goat, which is world-renowned. It's a famous fucking strain. That seed, Those seeds sell out. Every seed I make sells out immediately. So that's a very famous strain, and it was made by accident. Gorilla Glue was made by accident. It's another one of the world's most famous strains. It's sought after. All of the seeds of Gorilla Glue get sold. People claim to have Gorilla Glue, glue crosses that they don't have. It's clone only, uh, just like the Golden Goat until we made it into Fem Seeds. Uh, but anyway, I digress. That one is another accident. We have got the cookies, the Girl Scout cookies. I suspect, I cannot prove but I don't think Girl Scout cookies was really made with anything on purpose or we would know what it was. People would, somebody would come forward and say, it was this cross to this. I did it in this basement. Somebody would say that. Instead, it's shrouded with mystery, which makes me think it was an accidental bag seed that somebody found and they grew and they found a gem just like you possibly have in there. Let's talk about something else we should mention. All of the ChemDog line. Everything that came from ChemDog Genetics started with bag seed. Uh, I always talk a little bit about ChemDog and the legend of the 13 beans. I'm not going to go too deep into it. Uh, I don't have any notes. I just decided right now that I would kind of update you on the ChemDog story. There was a guy. He wasn't known as ChemDog yet. We're not going to say his name. Um, he went to some Grateful Dead shows, and he met up with some guys named AJ and Peabud. And AJ and Peabud were growing some weed that they called Dog Bud. They called it Dog Bud because when you smoked on it, you smoked it. Uh, you rolled over on your back like a dog. They called it the dog bud. Some of their friends were calling it the chemweed because it smelled like chemicals. They were asking what kind of chemicals they grew it with. This is the best of my recollection of this story. So Peabud and Joe were growing, were getting, I don't know if they were growing it or getting it. I don't know that part. They were getting the dog bud. They uh, were calling it dog bud because it would make you stone like a dog. You'd lay on your, roll over on your back like a dog. Or they were calling it the chemweed because their friend said it smelled like chemicals. That kind of spawns the name ChemDog right there. They were not putting a W in it. It was Chem Dog with an O. So all of us that are using the W, we're doing it wrong. Old school ChemDog with an O, not with a W. So uh, these guys run into a guy uh, whose name will be left out of the story at a Grateful Dead concert at Deer Creek. So he buys some weed from him. He realizes this weed's fucking fire. They exchange numbers. Uh, Grateful Dead tour ends. Uh, Peabud and Joe go back to Colorado. Allegedly, Breckenridge is where I think this, where they were from. Um, the guy who later becomes ChemDog goes back to his place. He contacts them later, says, I want some herb. Uh, they teleported them some weed. Now, they fucking mailed it to him, allegedly, probably. I don't know exactly how that happened. They got him. Uh, so... The boys in Colorado allegedly got the man who later became ChemDog. They got him some product. Uh, there was allegedly, I've heard two different stories. I heard there were three ounces. I heard there were four ounces. Um, if anybody wants to chime in somewhere and let me know that, I'm all about it. I want to get this story right. And I just now decided to tell you, so I'm trying to remember the best I can from memory. So these guys get herb to the man who becomes ChemDog. ChemDog finds 13 seeds in this bag of weed. In the all three ounces or four ounces, however many he got, there were 13 seeds. He sprouted some of them. Uh, some of them were males. They got removed. I've heard him talk on future podcasts. Uh, no, <laughs> I can't hear him talk on future podcasts. But after this story, I heard him talk on podcasts. That was, I knew what I meant. You knew what I meant. I heard him talk on podcasts 
where he said, I wish I knew what I was doing with those males because now I kick myself for calling those males. Yeah, bro, me too. Those males were probably fucking amazing. So the chem dog males got tossed. There were all the females that he found he kept. I think he may have more seeds according to the legend of chem dog and the 13 beans. Of those 13 beans, we got the chem 91. I'm going to guess he popped that in 91. We got the chem D, <clears throat> which had a lot of, I'm not exactly sure why it got called chem D, but it had a lot of that tennis ball, uh, chemical sort of a smell to it. Uh, the Chem 91 was skunkier, in my opinion. That's my favorite, is the skunky one. The Chem D is kind of gassier in tennis balls. Uh, then there's the Chem Sister, and there are other Chems that came from that. I should have done research, but the top three that you'll know are the Chem 91, uh, the Chem D, and the Chem Sister. I don't know if there was one that was just straight called Chem Dog, but that is Chem Dog is the guy who found those seeds in a bag of weed, and he grew them. Now, we're calling the weed Chem Dog, and there's a guy known as Chem Dog from some seeds that came from bags of weed. What you've got is bag seed. You could have the next Chem Dog. You could be the guy of Legend of the Golden Goat S1 and the One Bean. That could be you right now. Or you could have trash that you should throw away at week four. But that is my recollection of randomly deciding to tell you the legend of Chemdog and the 13 Beans. There were two guys in Colorado. They had some herb. They were calling it the dogweed. Uh, they met a guy at a Grateful Dead show. They became friends. Later on, they got him some of the herb. He found 13 seeds. Those 13 seeds netted us some of the most uh, prolific, influential cannabis in our uh, catalog in our gene pool in our fucking culture everybody knows what chem dog is everybody knows about chem d everybody smoked chem chem dog you hear about it it's legendary so that is where it came from it was bag seed uh recently i had a friend say dude have you shopped at this dispensary and i was like no i don't really shop there and he's like they have a shelf that it's all seeded but the weed is super good but it's got a few seeds in it and i was like how many seeds are in it he's like you get like one or two seeds in eighth and I did the math. I go, how much is an ounce? And he told me, I go, bro, just go buy an ounce and hope you get 10 seeds in there. That's like buying a fucking pack of killer seeds. If you grow that, you're going to find fire in there. And he's like, really, bro? And I was like, those are free seeds, bro. Go get those. Most people are going to be mad, but go buy an ounce and hope you get a 12 pack of free seeds. It'll be worth the, that's what the, the price of an ounce is what a 10 or 12 pack of seeds would cost you on the market. And then basically he's getting an ounce of shitty weed to go with it. That's the way I thought about it. I told him, go get an ounce of that weed. Anyway, I digress. I'm rambling. I'm not sure how long I've been going, but let's do it this way. I've got a lot of editing to do. I've been learning a couple of tricks of Final Cut Pro. By the way, thank you for all the compliments, uh, the feedback, all of that good stuff on the last couple of episodes. I've been working hard on making creative intros. Uh, I've been working hard on just doing some details to make the show better. I do appreciate you for watching. I want to keep your attention. I want to be a top-notch podcast. Uh, I feel like the content coming from this section the notes, the show, that part is good. In my opinion, I could be wrong. It's my show, but I feel like the next step is production. So thank you for the compliments, the words of encouragement, the words of wisdom. Some people have sent me some feedback and stuff and some advice also. Thank you for all of that. Uh, thank you for growing with me and being patient while I grow. This is going to be probably kind of a short episode because I do need to get to editing. Uh, I need to figure some stuff out. Uh, also working on color correcting is the next move. I am never the right color in these videos. We're going to figure that shit out one of these days. Color correction is fun. Anyway, I am rambling. I got super stoned before this episode. I've had a good long day, finally cooling down a little bit, wasn't melting. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. You guys, 659 episodes. That is madness. 
madness. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Um, if you've got any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know that I would love to hear from you. The email address is hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me some updates, questions, corrections, comments, concerns, constructive criticism. Don't worry about my pride. I need to know what you're thinking. That's the only way we can improve the show. Also, don't forget about the website, iregenetics.com. Lots of great stuff on iregenetics.com. If you scroll halfway down, there is a stay up to date tab where you can put in your email address and you will receive a newsletter approximately once a month that will let you know what is going on with iRegenetics. Maybe you'll get coupon codes for vendors. Maybe you'll get a coupon code for the web store where you can get some fresh t-shirts or different gear that we may have coming up. You'll get the first notifications when those things go on the website. Uh, maybe you'll get coupon codes. All the stuff that we're doing, maybe some event details that are coming up. We will be at the Indo Expo in Denver, uh, the Denver Expo. There are multiple Denver Indo Expos. I'm a hometown hero doing the Denver show, so I look forward to seeing you there. That will be uh, Those details will be on the website fairly soon. Also, the Discord. I do invite you once again to join us on Discord. Discord is a good time. Uh, there's a spot to post pictures. There's a spot to ask questions. There's a place to get seeds. There is a place to hang out and do a video chat. Sometimes I pop in the video chat and hang out. I say, I'm going to go in the video chat on Discord for an hour and take a dab with my friends. And then guess what? It's fucking four in the morning. I'm still in there dabbing. Thank you guys for entertaining me. <clears throat> Thanks for hanging out. You're invited. You never know when I might be in there. You might pop in and I might be taking dabs. We'll chat. We'll bullshit. Do a dab together. All that good stuff. All right. Uh, the email, the website, the Discord. And of course, don't forget about Cannabuzz. And please, if you're watching this on YouTube, now is the time to like and subscribe. We're trying to get the show up to 10,000 subscribers. It's free. All you got to do is click the subscribe button. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I really do want to thank you once again for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. You know I will be back in just a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout-out to the captain and commander of the Irie Army. Let's send a big thank you shout-out to my good friend, Lemur Priest, and until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.